0: Working Finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. Brian, a very good morning to you. I'm missing my ray of sunshine today. You're not sitting in front of me. We're back to the phone, but we'll, the show goes on nonetheless. I hope you've had a good long weekend.
1: Lovely long weekend. Yeah, I was with my grandchildren down here in Cape Town. I'm coming back tomorrow. Uh, and uh, lovely weather here in Cape Town, although today's a bit overcast. Anyway, what can we do?
0: So today, Brian, we're going to be talking about the effects of early retirement.
1: Yeah, Look, what's been happening is um, I've been getting a lot of calls off air and there's been a lot of of debate about three things. The effects of early retirement, the fact that you're contributing to a retirement fund, what does that actually mean? And then the, the, the discussion at government level about people being allowed to take money out of their retirement funds. So I know these are three big topics, but these are questions that are asked of me virtually every single day. So I'm going to try and deal with them as quickly as I can. Maybe we can, but maybe we can take each one of these subjects and deal with it on another program, if that's with, if that's okay, Kathy.
0: Yes, that's fine. Please, let's go okay. for it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, well, let's understand early retirement. I mean, firstly, if you retire early, let's say you retire 55 instead of 60 or 65, first things are going to happen is you're going to have you're going to have saved for five or 10 years less, depending on age. Let's let's talk about 65. You retire at 55, you are planning to retire at 65. So if you retire 10 years earlier, you're gonna have that much lot less have saving say. And secondly, you're gonna live that much longer because let's assume your life, let's say your life expectancy is age 85, 65 to 85 is 20 years, 55 to 85 is 30 years. So you, your money's gonna to have to last that much longer. And if if you took a million rand, you took a 10-year situation, if you worked from 55 to 65, that million rand and a 9% return would be close on somewhere in the order of 2.4 million as compared to 1 million. And if you were earning 10,000 rand a month, you would now need close on 15. So if you retired 55, you would need need to nearly draw 12% from your capital as compared to 8.5% from your capital at 865. So you've got to understand inflation and longevity are going to eat away if you retire early. The correlation between retirement savings and what you'll need at retirement is totally misunderstood. So many people are members of pension funds, and they think that that means they will have enough of retirement. Well, you've got to calculate how much have you saved, how much are you still to save, and then what will that capital sum give you, any financial advisor can give you that information. And then how will that translate into income? So someone who thinks like, you know, they're going to have $5 million in 20 years' time, $5 million is going to be worth $1.25 million and not given sufficient income. So you need to do that exercise to see where you are in your journey and what you still need to do. And then the third aspect is government allowing people to borrow from their pension. Now, there are a lot of reasons why governments is considering this. As you know, or as people may not know, you can borrow a from your pension fund. You can use your uh, withdrawal benefit, or some pension funds have arrangements with the pension fund itself that for, for uh, buying a home or improving your home, subject to proof that you're actually doing that, you can use your pension fund withdrawal benefits. But if you're going to be allowed to withdraw, then you need to understand that maybe you'll have enough money to, today uh, to meet the needs for the reason why you would join, but it's going to have a major impact on your retirement fund at the end because you're not going to put it back in. You're not going to save it again. The chances are people may use it with good intentions to pay off debt, and then they may five, five years later, they're back in debt, and now the pension fund is depleted. We're going to hear more about that in the course of the next six months, and I'll keep listeners uh, I'll report back to listeners on what is actually happening when it comes to retirement. Retirement is a big subject. Each one of these items that I've mentioned this morning, the effects of early retirement, correlation between your current retirement savings and what you'll need at retirement, and drawing from your pension fund early Each one of them has its own implications. Mm -hmm. Maybe over the next couple of weeks we can deal with each subject separately. You know,
0: Brian, as as you're talking just on the issue of early retirement, I was thinking about the world that, that we live in, right, and that people, like you said, are living for so much longer. Does this mean that we all have to be considering what the real retirement age is?
1: Well, I think so because, but 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 although in South Africa things have changed materially, companies are actually forcing employees to retire at retirement date. Whereas previously it was maybe a given that you could work on after retirement date. But with succession planning and bringing youngsters through into more senior positions, particularly in, in, if you think if I think about medicine, uh, the, the hospitals, if I think about the universities, when you get to retirement, very little succession planning, you retire. You close your door, You leave. 31st of March you retire, you leave, whether there's a plan in place to replace you. So people are retiring earlier, but then they've got to consider what else can I do after retirement? Because mm-hmm. you know, retiring at 60 is not just about the money. It's about what are you going to do? How are you going to keep yourself busy? What activities are you going to be involved in? But you can't plan that at 60. You've got to plan that well before. About, But people are trying to work that much longer. Um, in other parts of the world we'd actually find retirement date also coming down. Uh, our big problem in South Africa is the high inflation, although currently inflation is high all over the world. But it's not, that's something that's not going to last. Our inflation certainly is going up, will continue to go up, and people need to understand that uh, we have got to take that into account. And as you said, people are living up much longer.
0: We're going to continue the conversation with Brian Hirsch. As always, you're more than welcome uh, to call in on zero double one seven one four two double zero six if you have specific questions uh, for Brian that are related either to retirement or any other uh, financial matters you may want to ask him about. On the WhatsApp line, you can send those messages and voice notes to zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. And on Twitter, it's at S F M Radio. The hashtag there S A F M. 20- Talking Point
1: Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays,
0: 9 a.m. till midday. We continue talking finance with Brian Hirsch. And Brian, just before I go to uh, the phone lines, the other question I wanted to put to you uh, again when it comes to making plans for retirement. So given the fact that, uh, as, as you've said, companies are forcing people uh, to retire at the set age, but if we know that we're going to be living longer, and again, uh, whatever it is that we may want to do post-retirement may require, you know, capital or funding out of our pockets. Are there things that we can be doing today to better equip us financially or prepare us for what the future may hold? And and what would be some of your your suggestions?
1: Well, you know, often let me say this: often people, you know, the, the, the most successful people in the world are people who get retrenched. Mm. You may ask why. Uh, simply because when they get retrenched and they're out of work, they now think about what do I like doing, what am I passionate about, and what could I do going forward? And they end up doing things that they absolutely love, they're passionate about, they're committed, they have the skills, and they build up very good business. And people all over the world have done that, as well as South Africa, people who have been retrenched. So it's quite strange. So the point I should make is, one, during your working life if you've got a bit of money equip yourself with more education you, you need to be for example today you know whereas previously maybe only the 50, 20 year olds to the 50, 60 year olds needed to be computer literate we've now found that over COVID that not only the youngsters at school I are mean, having to be a lot more computer literate but the older ones we all got to know, know a lot more about computers that we're going to get left behind so mm. do some there are always courses you can do plan what you'd like to do. You can even start some part-time type businesses uh, while you're working on weekends or from home. There's lots of things that one should be looking at because money is not just the driver of retirement. Activity is as well. I mean, you know, you you retire and you've got nothing to do. Often our minds uh, uh, go absolutely numb. They go into Otoniqua Drive. And I think it's just so important that we do equip ourselves, understanding that after retirement, there's still time to go where we're quite capable of working. Uh, Look around at what else you can do. It's going to be very hard to find employment when you're older than 60. So the chances are you're going to have to find something to do yourself. But you can equip yourself with more education, more skills, and also plan. You know, everyone's got hobbies. How can you turn that hobby into turning into some income for you after retirement?
0: All right, let me go to Melody in Cape Town. Good morning, Melody. Hello, Melody. All right, I'm not sure what's happening with that uh, line to Melody there. She's been holding. Uh, Let me then just take you to this message. Uh, Question for you, Brian. Uh, What do you do if you're in your mid-50s and you don't have anywhere near the pension you need?
1: Well, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to look at your budget very carefully because if you don't have anywhere near the pension that you're going to be needing, then how at the moment what you're doing is you're probably living on a salary that's providing you with your basic needs, but you're not saving enough. So you've got to look at where can you cut back. I've just mentioned about the situation of actually providing... thinking about what you're going to do after retirement. Don't think at 60 or 65 thinking about it. Think about it in your 40s and 50s. Start trying to build some sort of entrepreneurial business. Try and do that. And then you've got to put away as much as you can because it's all easy saying that, you know, at retirement I'm not going to have enough. But if you do nothing, you'll have nothing. And if you do something, you'll have a little bit more. So you need to have a look at it. See where you can cut back. How can you eat a few hundred grand? a few thousand and extra to save. Also, look at your expenses. Maybe your expense budget is very different today as what you'll have in retirement. You may not have educational costs. You shouldn't have any debt. You may have to look at your medical aid and, and to see whether you could go into a slightly different medical aid depending on your health. You know, each medical aid has lots of options, but then I always say you need to consult a healthcare specialist who can help you through the maze of medical aids. And you've got to find out what you can do because if you don't have enough of retirement and you're living on what you're going to need now, when you reach retirement and you haven't got enough, what are you going to do? You send me. And you also should have a home paid for Very important that you get out of all debt before retirement and that you relook at your budget and take out of your budget the things you're not going to have when you retire.
0: Mm.
2: Or you have.
0: All right. Let me try Melody again. Melody in Cape Town. Good morning.
2: Hello. I'm so sorry I don't know what that <laughs> what happened there. no I'm no, no
0: problem go for it
2: hi uh, Brian hello good morning um, I've I, I have tried to phone your office and um, I have been waiting and I know that you always say that you know you must wait for a long time but um, I, I phoned about a month ago so I'm just phoning again um, to get you on the phone here um, I have a I have a grandson who's um, who's been told to try and help himself to invest, which he's trying to do. He went into easy equity, but he keeps losing money, and he has said to me, would I please find somebody that actually can take his money, which is not considerable, and try and look after it for him, because he said the nerves are just so bad when you know it goes up and then it goes down, and he says when it goes up, he thinks he should sell, and when he goes down, he said he shouldn't have sold. Mm. He's got... A few things, and of course, he's lost quite a lot, and um, he, he, he's just, he, he, it, you know, it takes a lot to, to put a little bit of money together, and he doesn't want to see it just go down for nothing.
1: Now, Melody, look, you know, understand that today, to be an analyst takes years of training, understanding... I've told balance, him
2: all of that. Balance I'm, I'm his grandmother, team. so oh. I know what I'm saying, yeah. and so I, when I agree with to, you. When,
1: when you go and buy your own stocks, you're actually drawn to a lot of stocks, Based on sentiment, the way you feel about those stocks, yes. and sentiment has no bearing on a company at all.: No, it's, how, it's, it's the profits a company makes and what cash flows it's got, what what, rece- or what money it's putting back into its business. I mean if you look at all the great businesses in the world, the apples, the I mean all those businesses reinvested last year, yes, listen to the number, 165 billion back into their business to grow their business into the future. Yes, one sixty-five billion dollars. So when you buy easy equities, it looks easy, but obviously when markets come down, you get snapped, and then you don't know whether those are the right stocks to hold. I mean, the world is changing, and stocks that you may have bought three years ago may not be the right stocks. So the of best course. thing is to is to either go into a satrix, allowing uh, the the fund the fund itself to do to buy the stocks, the larger stocks, or if he wants to be a little bit more actively involved. Rather go and, and, and choose a, a unit trust and have a look at it. You know, there's so many different equity unit trusts, both local and global. But rather put his money there and add to that as it goes. Let the experts decide whether they want to buy. Well, this is a, what, he's, this B, is what he's
2: asked me to ask you. Yeah. Is there not somebody that he can actually give his money to and say, please look after my money, I don't want to go through this. He's got some money in that Satrix, Anglo Platinum, Capitec, you know, all of those little things that go up and down. But he's got some in the Satrix because I've been listening to you and I said to him, just put some money in Satrix. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to see what's going on with the money. He wants well, that, somebody well, they, to they, look they, after it. You know, I, th- I think of the global equities. I mean,
1: I think of easy, you know, you talk about the different types of Satrix uh, funds where you can invest globally into the top brands. He's on the top 40. Yeah. No, not the top 40. The Satrix global companies, uh, particularly, you know, how old is your grandson? All
0: right. Melody, yes. Brian, I'm going to interject oh, there. Apologies okay. for that. It's 10.30. I have to go to the latest news headlines. We'll continue with this after the quick after, after the latest headlines. rather.
1: The talking point with Kathy Motsasana weekdays 9am
0: till midday. All right, so what we'll do is that Melody will pass your contact details on to Brian. Uh, but Brian, I think the question that Melody was asking is, is a very very important one. I mean, do we have perhaps service providers, independent service providers that um, that can or that do run accounts like uh, easy equities for four individuals, do you know?
1: Yeah, look, it all depends how active you want to be. If you want to be non-active and you want to place your money in what we call the segregated portfolio, there are two types of portfolio. One is unitised, where you buy the Satrix and other unit trusts. The other is where you actually give your money to a portfolio manager at any of the banks or any of the investment houses, uh, and they manage the portfolio. The question is the quantity. If the quantity is anything below Two hundred and fifty thousand rand. Really, you need to go to a unitized portfolio. Mm. You can get various unitized portfolios. Uh, you can get unitised portfolios that are linked to technology. You can get those that are linked to commodities. You can get that prop. You can get property. You can get uh, industrial, financial. So you've got a lot of choices. If you give it to a financial, a, a, a broking house, a portfolio manager, and you allow him to manage it, he will then, based on your requirements and your, what, you put, what your length of period is and decide on what type of stocks you should buy. Uh, globally, for younger people, I'm certainly very much focused on technology stocks for the long term, uh, pay-type pay companies. You know, you think about Visa, American Express, anything to do with online buying, which means online buying or the transport of goods, uh, companies like FedEx and things like that. So you can buy selected stocks, certainly, uh, you can try and pick the diamonds. but you know, all these unit trusts will have a portfolio of anything between 50 to 40 shares. You want, what you want to try and do when you have your own portfolio is pick the diamonds out of that. So you can give your money to a portfolio manager. You'll pay around about one one and quarter 1.25% for that service. In the unit trust space, you'll pay a little bit less. And in the satrix, you pay less. But sometimes... Paying list doesn't give you the returns you want.
0: All right, let me then take Shadrach, final caller. Shadrach, good morning.
1: Good morning. Good, good, good morning, Kevin. Yes, I would like i like to find out from Brian what kind of a platform you can use to invest in the JSC because I've got fifty thousand which I'd like to invest in the in the JSC, but it's a lot of scams. It's difficult to to know which platform can you use to to invest such an amount. There are Shadrack. Platforms flat platforms are like a room. You're buying yourself a room from an institution. So you could go to any of the companies. you go got a neutral, Sunlam, Liberty, Momentum, any of these companies investing, and you actually buy yourself a room. You're going to pay somewhere in the order of around about half a percent for that room. And then you've now got a it. and the furnishing is what you're going to buy in that room. So the investment is what I compare to the furniture because you do move furniture around. So you're going to maybe buy some stocks, and as they move up or they don't achieve what you're expecting, you can move around. Any of those platforms will allow you to do that. Uh, but the platform is simple. Uh, what institution are you going to go to? And it makes no difference which institution, because they've all got what we call open architecture. You can virtually invest in any of these institutions, in any investment, whether it be theirs or not. In other words, you can go to Sunlum, and you can even buy all virtual Liberty Life products. You can buy JC products. You can go to Momentum and do exactly the same. So the platform is the room. You're going to pay around about half a percent for that. And then the furniture is the actually underlying investment, whether it be unit trust or whether it be segregated portfolio
0: all right Shadrack. i hope that helps you out uh we yes, yes thank
1: you very much <laughs> all
0: right all right shadrick all the best here uh Shadrack right. out in the eastern cape all right brian that's all we have time for for today right. um maybe let's just give people your contact details
1: Yeah, 880 by the way just to say to men the i am up to date with my calls i have left messages uh, and particularly where people may have not mentioned where they phone you from Very pretty difficult, uh, but 011-880-4888. All right.
0: Thanks, Thanks you Brian. All right, see you next week back in studio and enjoy the rest of your time in Cape Town. Okay, so we're going to take a couple of your WhatsApp voice notes before we get into our next conversation of the day.